We just want to say you guys played a good game. And we treated you pretty unfair all season. We want to apologize. We still don't think you're all that good a baseball team. You got guts. All of you. Come on, let's give him a cheer. Come on. Ready? Okay. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Bears! Bears! Yay! Hey, Yankees, you can take your apology out of your trophy and shove it straight up your ass. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. Shut up and three fit more popcorn. Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's your boy Nicho, back at it again to talk to you guys about 1978's The Bad News Bears Go to Japan. After a word from this sponsor. Hey y'all, it's me, Hit the Clown. Motherfuckers, I wasn't through, I'm back again. Gonna tell you to go over to Teespring store and buy yourself a shirt, tank top, hoodie, mug, mask, or neck gator. You know why? Because neck gators are fucking cool. You can rob a bank with those motherfuckers. Ain't nobody gonna tell you you're suspicious. Everybody's wearing that shit now. Like I said in the intro, guys, we're gonna talk about 1978's The Bad News Bears Go to Japan. Now, this is the third installment and last installment of the original uh, franchise, uh, or the original the original movie. Uh, they did a remake in 2005, and uh, this one, uh, this one I've never really, I've never really seen any of the Bad News Bears. I've seen parts of the remake, but this is a franchise I never really got into. Um, I remember when they talked about doing the remake that... It was based off of the uh, the first Bad News Bears movie, and that it starred Walter Matthau, who I know him from uh, Dennis the Menace, and he's been in a plethora of other things. And uh, so that was okay. Well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So when I started this movie, I was under the assumption that you know Walter Matthau was in this movie also. He you know was in the first one, so of course he's probably in the second one, and then he's in the third one. Um, the actor Jackie Earl Haley, who uh, is in this film, he plays Kelly Leak. He would go on and have a pretty successful career, and he played Rorschach in uh, ooh, The Watchmen of 2009. Also played Freddy Krueger in the remake. Um, so doing a little bit of research and 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 trying to figure out where to where to start with this after watching the film. Uh, there's only a few of the returning bears. Uh, I think there's a few of them that showed up from the classic lineup. A few of them didn't return. Uh, off the top, okay, so like I've never seen this, these movies before. My first reaction is it's a little hokey. It, I mean, it's, it's all right. It's just but it's 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 a comedy um there's some parts in it that didn't really make any sense why one minute the coach and and we're going to get to some specifics here but one minute you know it's almost like his intentions kind of turn but it's almost like when they edited this movie 
you know, he kind of would flip-flop back to his intention of basically not conning these kids, but making money off of them. And that's, that's, let's start off there. So it's not Walter Matthau who is the coach. It's uh, a character by the name of Marvin Lazar, played by Tony Curtis, who is a small time promoter slash hustler and sees this, you know, a potential money making venture with these, these bad news bears as they try to get to Japan to play the Japanese Little League kids. Now, all this stems from these kids are at home at somebody's house watching and the news brings a story about the Japanese Little League team and how nobody, basically nobody from America wants to play them. Uh, They see it as a challenge, so they're trying to get to Japan. And they fast forward through a lot of stuff. Now... I'm no movie maker, I'm no script writer, but they kind of, they kind of run, they ran through the beginning of the film a little too fast, like, there's stuff in this movie, it's just like, if they worked up to, you know, maybe the second half of the film where they're actually in Japan, and, you know, there's some little, there's a little bit of animosity amongst the teams, which is kind of maybe cookie cutter in a way, but it's, it's just crazy. So you got a, a a teenage Kelly Leak who, from I would assume from the first film, has aged a little bit because now he's like a teenage, I wouldn't say a horn, excuse me, a horn dog, but in this movie, he's trying to put the moves on a woman at the bar uh, when the kids go to the restaurant to meet. Uh, Mr. Lazar. Then we see him kind of basically stalking a Japanese geisha girl. Geisha? Geisha? Um, to the point where she, I guess she finds it cute. And then, so I don't know if this movie had subtitles. The version I saw had no subtitles. And so, again, it was a version of the movie that, I don't know. It wasn't on TV, so I would assume TV would have it, you know, subtitles or whatnot, or Netflix or whatever. I didn't have any subtitles, so I couldn't really grasp the majority of what was being said. I mean, there was times where some of the Japanese uh, characters had, like, a translator, and so there was that. Uh, you get this, you know, down-on-his-luck, I would assume, promoter, who's like I said, sees an opportunity here, and basically works these kids like he's plumb broke they somehow make it to japan and they get a room booked at i guess he made the joke of like a japanese restaurant all these kids and and this grown man in a like two three room apartment of some sort uh you get a young uh, i guess i think his name was uh mufasa Something with an M. The youngest of the, uh, of the crew of the kids. He is uh, Mustafa. There it is, Mustafa. And uh, he just has a... He just clings to Marvin. Like, he... I don't know. He just looks up to him or what. Or, or just... He's the younger brother of one of the boys there. And uh, so 
there's this part in this there's this part in this movie where he's fun the kids go to a baseball game with the other Japanese kids and he kind of has like okay well I have some time to myself I'm gonna go I guess to a massage parlor or someplace and the little boy follows him over there and then he has like not a open conversation about the birds and the bees but he's the kid is just curious and so he's kind of like picking his words here and there um but this is a little bit later uh like i said they kind of make their way to japan they have uh, and at the same time he's trying to get some sort of television deal he's trying to i guess promote the best out of the situation and at the same time uh you know cover his ass with some debts that he owes now they're there he's run out of money he needs to figure out you know how to cover his ass for the motel he's at and you know cover his ass for their whole trip there or basically figure out a way to get home he i guess there's some sort of u.s versus Jap- Jap- uh, japan tournament or wrestling match uh that he figures out you know uh weasels his way into and it is a gentleman of the name mean bones uh, bardeen and he has come over from the states, almost like that uh, Rocky Rocky Four with Apollo, you know, with that whole USA get up, and and he comes over to the states or from the states to take on uh, Japanese wrestler Antonio Inoki, a very famous professional wrestler from Japan. Uh, they're gonna have a wrestling match, but for some reason, the day before the match, they have some sort of uh, test your might competition, uh, breaking boards, breaking cinder blocks, and uh, homeboy Mean Bones knocks himself out and out of the, uh, you know, he's basically concussed. Uh, Antonio Inoki, or I'm sorry, Marvin, basically tries to weasel in uh, a, a, a substitute, which is just some, it looks like some random dude from <laughs> who's, if you saw him get in the ring with him with Antonio Inoki, it's like man, this dude, it's fish out of water, and I, it's a comedy, so of course it's that. But I guess that guy weasels out. Marvin takes his place, and uh, like I said, the young Mustafa has a you know has, has took a liking to Marvin, and so when Antonio kind of starts beating up on uh, on Marvin. The little little boy goes in there and just starts biting his ankles. All the kids rush in. They're making all this fuss. Rah. They cause a lot of, you know, buzz, you know, and, and so they start to get the eyes that they want looking on them uh, uh, from the states, like the, all the TV networks and stuff like that. So it, it plays into Marvin's plan of, of making this a big deal. And so they strike up a deal with uh, the network director, played by George Weiner, uh, he's very. I recognize him from a few things. I want to say he was in a previous film we reviewed, uh, Fletch Lives. So let me go ahead and bring that up because he looks familiar. And uh, sure enough, yes, this gentleman plays the uh, annulment attorney or the uh, Fletch's 
ex-wife's attorney. And uh, so, yeah, I knew he looked familiar. So he's, he's in here. He plays a network director. And so I guess they, so they all band together. They're going to have this huge baseball rematch, this game rematch. Because they already played a while ago and they got their ass beat. I mean, Kelly League hit the first home run. Everybody was all like, yeah, we going we go. It says, you know, cakewalk. And then everybody else just sucked. Everybody got struck out. It was like 10 to 1. It was a blowout. So there was no point in having no huge America versus Japan. Watch it. You know, whatever. There's no, there's no point in, in promoting this if it's this kind of, you know, game. Uh, so they do the rematch and they have it in this beautiful baseball field they're staying at the hilton and all this stuff all the same time kelly's over there just mac daddy and over there that geisha girl and it's almost like did was there even a point to even like what was the point of this other than okay this is the only sort of one of the only returning characters um So while this is going on, I think the Japanese coach is kind of like it's like this isn't this isn't my deal. Like they're doing game show show uh, to promote this this game. They're doing game show uh, appearances. The team is, and and Marvin is trying to like you know boost them up. Like yeah, you gotta you know like you gotta sell the game. You gotta sell this this potential baseball game to your people. And and the other coach is just like I just. You know, uh, I think his name is Shizumi or Sh- Shimizu. Uh, he's just, it's not my deal. It's like, and I want to say, so the character growth of Marvin goes from how can I make a dime off these kids to, okay, it, it changes. So, like, whatever deal he had with the network director, it flip-flop, or it flipped because he becomes sort of buddies with the coach, the other coach, and he notices that. He's just not like after the game. I want to say there was a uh, there was like a little scuffle, and so everybody kind of just like leaves the the arena, leaves leaves the ballpark, and the network director is trying to like get Marvin to like, hey, you know, bring everybody back. What the fuck is going on here? How am I supposed to you know sell this on my end if there's no game? So the moment you put these kids back, we'll just. We'll edit it and we'll put it like there's people in there or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just film the game or something. Trying to figure out, trying to, you know, do his part of the, his little deal with Marvin. Uh, Marvin goes up to the room and notice and is drinking with the other coach. And I think he, he assumes that the coach is going to pull that, you know, samurai kill yourself in disgrace deal. But he, the other coach is like, the fuck's wrong with you? Are you crazy? Like, no, I'm just... And they know they're not scuffle, but they kind of like, no, what the, f-? you know, get away from me. And they look out the window and they notice the kids are playing a game. The kids don't give a fuck. They just want to play baseball. That was the whole point. They they just wanted to play this other team. They just wanted to play baseball. You know, the Japanese people, the team wanted to play an American team. The American team wanted to, you know, basically say, hey, we ain't afraid of you. We Let's play ball. And so that was a pretty decent ending but at the same time it, it kind of flip-flopped it was like trying to tell different stories and like and and still be funny it just i don't know it like i said i never saw the first two 
and barely saw parts of the remake. So the whole gist of it is that these kids are, you know, you know, rowdy kids, you know, they cussing and spitting and just unruly kids playing baseball. Um, the fact that there was no returning coach kind of bummed me out because I was expecting to see Walter Matthau and uh, he wasn't there and apparently he wasn't in the second film either so that's stupid um, all in all like I said I mean I just saw it and it was it, it was some funny parts you know the whole Inoki uh, fighting the kids was pretty funny uh, some of the comedy in there the the way Marvin is is kind of He's wearing a cowboy hat, but he's not from Texas. Uh, I think that was just Tony Curtis's style. Um, the little boy messing with Tony Curtis, or I mean Marvin's chest jewelry and his in his open shirt, and, and <laughs> that little back and forth from the in the first game. And yeah, that whole teenage boy stalking stalking the uh, the little Japanese girl is kind of weird. Um, I think there was some part in the movie like the the little Hispanic boy <laughs> the the story behind that is that he he uh crossed the border or he's he's illegal and he's playing because he wants to because he loves the sport and he wants to stay and he keep uh, get his citizenship or something like that um to be honest, I wouldn't have known he was Hispanic until after that moment and then he starts saying like see. Like there's a moment where he strikes out and the the umpire tells him you're out and he's like yeah and or yeah, but yeah I mean so like I've said I've heard this movie's kind of kind of bad I have some reviews here uh, I think this is off of the just a Google search and a lot of one stars here there's nothing on the Rotten Tomatoes there's critics of course on here but um, I don't like to hear from people people so those First one star I see is from a person, Kenneth Minor, Min, Minor, Minor, anyway. He goes, unbelievably boring and tired third movie, which was the Little League's last film until 2005. And the backstory of Hustler Tony Curtis becomes a coach for the team this chapter, and he sees easy money uh, becoming a team coach and going to Japan. Diehards mainly, or oh, this is for diehards and mainly for those who can easily stay awake. Four out of five. Okay, so the, this other one, David Potter, so boring, and the storyline is over, is all over the place. That was my point exactly. At one point, I forgot that I was even watching a movie about the Bad News Bears. Yeah, because it it was going from like, it was going all over the place. It wasn't, you know, okay, hey, we're gonna try to raise some money or how, you know, if they would have done something to that effect with Antonio Noki to make money to get to Japan and then they finally get, you know, then that make more sense. But at the same time, you already got to Japan and then you need to make money to make to go home. Like it was kinda weird. Uh somebody actually liked it. Somebody actually gave it what is that, five stars. The best movie I ever seen. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean yeah, it was pretty funny. Someone put two stars. It was funny, but to me it sucked. It looked like a good movie, but honestly, it sucked big time. Big donkey dick. Uh, somebody didn't even give it stars. It's trash. Don't waste your time or energy on this. So doo doo on this doo doo of a movie. Damn. 
another five-star nostalgic funny and from a simpler time which is true somebody says hi what's up dudes wink um on the on the rotten tomatoes it had a six percent on the tomato meter and a 29 percent audience score and yeah what else so like i said jackie Earl Haley, who played uh, Kelly Leak. I uh, see some other stuff he's been in. Lincoln, Breaking Away, No Future, uh, Shutter Island. Of course, he was in that RoboCop remake. Uh, he was actually at the big Texas Comic Con that I went to this past month. And uh, I didn't really get a chance to really go and and get autographs and meet this time around um only because i mean it really i just kind of went to for my own and family vacation type of deal um did see the people there didn't stop and say hi i did get one autograph and it was for my brother and uh the dude that i got it from and i'm not trying to be a dick or throw anybody under the bus like this but it was that uh damien chapa guy from blood in blood out and the worst experience I ever had, and I've been to a few of these Comic Cons before, and never have I ever just felt like, like, okay, next type of feeling. Like, you go to these Comic Cons, you meet these people, you, you give them your money, you know, just for an autograph or a picture or both or whatever. The least they could do is engage you and in, in, at least in some sort, you know, for at least a minute or two. Especially if there's nobody in your fucking line. Like, there was nobody in this dude's line. I walk up, I have him sign it, and he didn't even sign it the way I wanted it to. Like, I was going to have it my have it inscribed for my brother, and he just put his name, and he couldn't even tell us his name. He just, like, D, big D, and, little, and big C, like, what the fuck? And he had more, he was talking to the people there at his table, I guess, like, the uh, other workers or people that went with him and he kind of like oh didn't shrug me off but he was almost like okay yeah i think you know jamie shake my hand uh, i think he like fist bumped me i don't know but he's like hey man where you from hey what's your you know you know like at least engage me in some sort of way it's not like he had a dozen people like it wasn't like he had a huge line behind me i literally walked like we were just standing around and i walked over i asked uh, the representative there like okay you know who do i pay Paid my money and got the autograph. And it, it almost like like there was big stars there. I mean, there was the dude, uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things. He had the guy who played the Terrifier, Art the Clown. He was there. The second uh, Black Ranger, Adam. I uh, forget his, his real name. You know, Edward James Almos, Lou Diamond Phillips. Like bigger stars. Bigger people. And this dude just making it seem like he's a big deal. Like he's been to San Antonio more than once. And, you know, okay. You you want, okay, you want, so just, just for that, and just so y'all know, I will be reviewing Street Fighter. Because he was in that movie. And, uh, y'all, if y'all already know what that movie's about, and that, that has, it, I wouldn't say it's shit, people shit on it, but it's not really it's it's not at motor combat level but uh but yeah like dude you've been in two movies that i can think of off the top of my head calm the fuck down 
at least in, in, it'd be grateful, you know, you just like, I don't know. I said I wasn't going to shit on him, but hey, I got to kill some time on this podcast, right? But uh, that's it for this episode on the bad news bears and not Damien Chapa. Um, if you're hearing this, homeboy, just treat your friends a little bit better, especially if you have nobody in your line. Again, going off into the weeds. I'm sorry, guys. Um, would I recommend this movie? Sure, if you've never seen... If, if you never grew up on the first films or the first movie, uh, like I said, I've never seen those. I've seen parts of the of the uh, remake. But... Um, you know, it wasn't that bad. It's just the story just, it just went all over the place. Like, that's the best way I can describe it is the way that person wrote it in his review. It's just, it's, you know, there's no linear and, and okay, you put a fat kid in there and you, and you make him kind of the grump kid or whatever, like the, and so, yeah, there's things in there. It's, it makes it funny, but nothing really memorable like like the other kids like i couldn't even tell you who they were you had two blonde curly haired kids you had the, the the one black boy with his little brother the fat kid and the and the mexican but there wasn't no like i don't know, like character development it's what i'm trying to get to i guess i don't know like you know they all kind of just blended in as a the the team, you know, wearing the same jerseys and this and that. Um, off the top of my head, yeah, I would. I mean, watch it, judge for yourself. Hit me up at Shut Up Popcorn on Twitter or AKA X, and let me know if you think um, I, I have no clue what the hell I'm talking about. Cause I'm, let's be real, I don't, I don't. This is a uh, goofy podcast. It's just another dude behind a mic, and. Uh, Again, you know, I'm I come into these with just an idea of what movie to talk about and open mind. I don't really shit on it, but I mean, this one it's just that story. And then the whole Kelly, like the, the dude basically took a train and like they don't tell you how. He, I mean, obviously, you don't need to hear how he got back, so I'm sure there's some deleted scenes. I don't know, but uh, I'm glad they did the remake. Uh, I'm gonna go back and watch the remake and try to figure out why they didn't, you know, do more with that one. This franchise did spawn a TV show in on I think the spring or summer of '79. Yeah, it says March '79 until July uh, 1980, and uh, based off of the three films. So at least they got some of that. So I don't know. I wonder what that's all about. But other than that, guys. Stay tuned for the outro. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you so much for checking it out. If you would please so kindly like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And hit me up on YouTube. My subscribership is growing. Uh, As of right now, I'm just a few subscribers shy of 200. And for me, that is a, a, a amazing uh, accomplishment, given that I've had that YouTube channel for years, and it's been associated with the podcast for about, what, four or five years. Uh, speaking of years, we're coming down to the end of this year and the end of this season. Next year, we start off a new season, and 
it will be our fifth year anniversary that March. So that is awesome. Still rocking and rolling, of course. Y'all do know after I hit that 100 mark, I took a little break. And, uh, you know, still a lot of movies out there that need to be reviewed and talked about. Yeah, I wouldn't say they need to by me, but, I mean, I'm rocking and rolling. And, uh, like I've always said, this is a creative outlet. This is something I enjoy doing. Um, at a place in my life where I can actually sit down behind a good microphone in front of a computer with some notes. Not a lot of notes. Shoot from the hip. But uh, can actually produce a pretty good, decent uh, podcast. Um, off the top of my head, the sky's the limit. You know, um, as y'all know, I don't make Spotify, Joe Rogan Spotify money on this thing. But uh, if y'all want to help support the podcast, do me a solid and go to the Teespring store. Get yourself a shirt or a hat. And just know you're supporting me and you're helping me grow this thing. And whether you found me off a TikTok video and I tickled your curiosity and got you into listening to the podcast or at least checking it out, uh, thank you. I just, all I can do is show my appreciation and uh, keep knocking these out and invite y'all to the next one. Invite y'all on the episode if you go to the coming soon section you see something on there that you might like to you know talk about you want to be on the podcast i'm all that i'm all open for it and uh yeah we'll go from there hit me up on twitter and uh, so yeah that's about it guys again i want to thank y'all for checking it out i encourage y'all to go uh, like subscribe on all my social media platforms and remember guys if you ain't laughing you ain't living take care of yourself and the people you love and new peace